Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. This week we are talking about surge goals. Such an important way to finish the year on a strong note, not only to see the job out, but to springboard into the year ahead. Plenty of things to take out of this. So as always, take plenty of notes, but more importantly, make sure you take plenty of action. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my offsider and co-host, Mitchell Laurential. Good to be here, Mr. Baxter, looking awfully dapper. Good to see you, my friend. Straight off the plane. You seem to be getting me straight off the plane these days. So. My favorite time. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, look, AB, we're going to veer a little bit out of the investment lane today. We're going to talk about how to end the year on a win or a high. Uh, many yeah. mistakes people make is at the back end of the year when they begin to relax and take it easy, but not necessarily the best way to get the best outcome. It's true. It's very pertinent too. I mean, obviously we're in the sort of the, the the last little bit of the year now and it is very easy to clock off early. And I know, you know, if I look back over the 200 plus episodes, congratulations, by the way, yes, 200 in the can. Um, and congrats and thank you to our listeners out there too, absolutely. tuning in every week. Couldn't do it without them. And, uh, you know, the more we get this message out there, the better. Um, Last year, I think, or maybe even the year before, we've both we've done the play to the final whistle message, yes. and, and you know you got to play hard and you've got to do this, and you know sometimes as human beings, you know you got to come up for air, and like I said, I'm just off the plane, I've got a cold, uh, and, and and I'm looking at the plan that we've got for the back end of the year and it's actually firing me up it's not intimidating me which we'll get into a little bit as we um as, as we go on but yeah you've got to try and wring the last drops out of it because if you if you take that bit of time off you know you start coasting into the back end of the year and then of course you know it's restarting lazarus in the new year that's effectively you know probably four or five weeks of missed opportunity for getting stuff done and that doesn't sound like a lot but that's 10 percent of the year so if you've set yourself a goal and it's kind of like trying to race somebody, if you start 10% after they do, you're never going to win that race. No. Um, you know, if you're playing soccer and you give someone a couple of goal advantage before you start, it's not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to win the game. It's not, it's, it's a handicap system. So you do have to play it out. And I'm not talking, of course, getting your project management whiteboard out on Christmas day as everyone's, you know, eating their turkey and, and letting the crackers go. But at the same time, I think, you know, it is important to, 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 to see the year out if you're someone that wants to achieve or indeed overachieve. Totally. And we know we get to the back end of November, early December, mm. most people start to take it a little easy. So yeah. let's dive in. What are some common mistakes, AB? And if we break this into two categories, say personal mistakes, being attitude-based, and then say investment or spending gotcha. mistakes. I think personal mistakes, let's say you're someone that journals, which we encourage all of our, our clients and everyone in our ecosystem to do. You can start to, okay, we're nearly at the back of the year and, and the journal starts to, no, didn't really use it today, maybe a couple of times a week and then your weekly review. Yeah, I don't really need to do that because I need to look at it a couple of, that sort of personal maintenance of world-class basics all of a sudden go out the door. And that can also happen, I think, I'll speak on personal experience with this. When you're feeling in a situation where you're overwhelmed or something massive is happening and that just takes over everything you're doing, you might have just something that's critically important, urgent, non-negotiable, must get done. And then the processes that you use normally, your journaling and things like that, go out the window because you just head down backside up on, on, on those sorts of things. And I think sometimes that can make things even more overwhelming. I think you've got to step back out and step out of it and go, no, let's strategically plan this. This is huge what I've got to deal with if you've got a like a big blob of something that needs doing. But let's get it done in an orderly way. So that's my priority today is these three, the big three of the three elements of this I need to do today. I'm going to take a little break in here because you can't 
work on something that's in-depth and deep work for hours on end. Did this myself yesterday on something uh, and I, I gave myself 57 and a half minutes of deep work on it and then I was going to have a break and set my alarm as I always do on those things and I played those 50, yeah, ended up being 59 so I just got, I thought, I'm just going to finish it on halfway through this thing, I'll just finish this before yeah. I break. But you know, the, the reality is those personal standards, those world-class basics are usually the first thing to go as we start to ease into Christmas time, holiday time, party mode, and everything that goes with it. So that's basic habits, motivation, basic enthusiasm, habits. right? Yeah, and, and that could be, okay, maybe, you know, you get your summer body up together and, and uh, start back off on the training now. When in actual fact, you probably want to play to the final whistle if that happens to be what your agenda is. Um, or, um, yeah, like I said, journaling, um, your trading, we'll get onto the money stuff in a few moments. All of those things are all linked, and it's just the standard that you set yourself. Uh, and if you've clocked off, even partially uh, before the final whistle, uh, you're not going to get that. Absolutely. And, and, and that, why is that important? And I think the frustration that can then come with a missed goal because you know you coasted, you could have got it, but you didn't because you took the foot off the gas and then you start eating yourself up and ruminating on it and the, 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 the self-talk of, oh, come on, what's wrong with you? And, and all the negativity that can then come from that. It's not about having an early break and enjoying Christmas. It's about earning and having a great Christmas so that you can enjoy without the frustration of pulling short of where you want to be. Delayed gratification, once again, always a theme in our episodes. Yep. Before we go into maybe some, I guess, methods in order to not do that, let's talk about some money stuff, yep. as you say. So, you know, back in November, December, you might have a budget or an investment plan, but oh, there's that party on that Christmas party. Very tempting to overspend and underinvest. Massively so. Uh, you know, it, it is that time for that. Obviously, you know, people, um, you know, want to spend a lot of money on Christmas presents or, or, or buying happiness or whatever it may be. And you know, first hand, you know, November for us is is is, is a pretty hectic month in, in in my household. So it's my 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 daughter's birthday on the thirteenth. It's my wedding anniversary on the sixteenth. It's my father-in-law's birthday on the eighteenth, and it's my mother-in-law's birthday on the twenty-eighth. So we've got like full on birthday season Party in time. my house and it's my sister-in-law's birthday you know a week or so later so you know you think okay we we, we typically host uh, a lot of social functions at our joint and and so there's a party to organize for each of those events there's catering and everything goes alongside okay we can afford it but if you run a budget which even now i do because i think that muscle memory is just so ingrained in me yeah like we had our money date last week my wife and i just said oh you know november's coming up it's like thanks for the reminder and uh, you know we can need to whack in some extra money in the household account because we've got x y and z coming up yeah. and it's like yeah that's true so it, it's easy to let it get out of control so i'll put the money over there and it's not like okay well how many volivants are we buying for the party and you know what clean skin wine can we push off onto people to keep it's not about that it's just making sure that you're aware that you need to provisional budget for it um so that's that's one thing that's a really easy one and then you know christmas you know get yourself organized and and last minute christmas shopping is always expensive because maybe what you wanted isn't available so you end up spending more to upgrade and tax yourself on your inaction earlier so get ahead of the curve i'm well and very pleased to say i am i don't have too many presents to buy my wife is fantastic at, at running our home and our family so i really only have one present to buy but i'll get that one right that's a Ooh, yeah. bit of pressure so um you know at, the, at that point in time i think you know 
just getting things in an orderly basis and using this time so you're not running around on Christmas Eve having to buy whatever's left and, 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 and it's just a shambles. So again, it's that sort of personal standard. Spending too much over Christmas, definitely, to let the good times roll, let's have a crack at it and uh, and it can get out of control a little bit and, and depending on the nature of your work, it might be that you're having a break and if you're in a commission role, for example, um, or, or, or maybe you've used all your holidays, you might be a, a little short of pay when that credit card comes through in January and all of a sudden the, the good cheer uh, of Christmas is like, oh, maybe I did over, overdo it a little bit. Maybe I didn't need those five consecutive nights out in a row or that booth at the nightclub with, yeah. the, with the firework coming out the champagne bottle. Good good at the time and espresso yeah, martini fun, rounds. Yeah. All the stuff that, you know, you can, we've all done and all, yeah, if you haven't, save your money, don't, it won't make you happy. <laughs> um, and, and all those things can kick in. And, you know, on the same vein, from a trading perspective, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting year in markets. So it's not, personally speaking, it's not been one of my better years. Just put that out there. Um, and, you know, it's been a little bit frustrating. So you're almost looking at going, oh, I just want this one to be over. And so you can coast into the back end of the year with your trading decisions going, I don't really want any new positions going into the end of the year or you, know, you haven't had the best beat on the market this year, in which case, you know, probably just back off. And you can't do that because rather like anything, as soon as you take your foot off the gas, eventually things stop. Uh, and if you've ever had the experience where you've been a, a good Samaritan or, or maybe your car's a bomb, either or the same scenario, where you've broken down on the road and you've got to push the car off the road, yeah, when you're the good Samaritan, you hop out and you give someone a hand. And, and that initial effort to try and get something moving is so damned hard, especially if they've left the handbrake on, you'll make sure you tell them not to do that and you get the thing moving. But once it's rolling, it's easy again. You know, and usually probably two or three other heroes hop out and, and give you a hand at that point because all the heavy lifting is done. Trading and investing is the same. If you've stopped, trying to get it going again is just like trying to move a stationary vehicle. It's really, really tough. Whereas if you've got that little bit of momentum, even if you've scaled your trades back a little bit, you keep that momentum going in. I think it just leaves those those good habits um, in play for you to leverage off and springboard from in the new year. Totally. Now, the big question on all of this, AB, and I agree with 100% every, everything that you're saying because we've all done it before, but learning from those mistakes is the main thing. All of this really comes down to staying motivated realistically. As long as you're motivated and you're committed to your goals and your processes, you can do it. That's the hard part, though. So for anyone out there who is maybe a procrastinator slash knows that they start to wane off in that time frame, what are you doing right now to ensure that's not the case? Okay, well, why don't we why don't we introduce the surge? And I'm not talking Ooh. about our French friend. I'm just talking about what we call the surge, which surge. yeah, we allude to in the in the in the wealth playbook a little bit in terms of like when you, with your goal setting, have something that you're really going to put your toe down on mm -hmm. and, and, and give a crack. And, and, and this is yeah, you know, really really relevant in so far as I, I literally just we, we obviously had a, a brief conversation before we came in here earlier. Um, like yesterday. And the day before, I've, I've, we've had a pretty hectic year in terms of some of the business goals that we've set and, in, 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 and, and then a lot of personal ones in uh, and outside of work as well. And I was sort of sitting down going, wow, you know, because we've got a year in review coming up and you look at the different things that have been achieved and you think, like, okay, well, that's that's pretty big. And yeah, we wrote a book, it's published. And that, that in itself is just, that's just a, a little footnote of stuff that we've done this year, which for most people would be this enormous project. And that's just a little something that we floated in. You know, we've got our managed strategies, Teachable Q, PIS, uh, ALS, uh, that we've rolled out. And, 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 Heaps and, of stuff. And, 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 a new and, app. New app. Uh, yeah, there's a, a huge quantum of stuff that when you really think about it, it's been a big year. And I'm sort of like, whew, okay, I'm, I'm just got off the plane. I've been doing a little bit of travel Um you know, this year uh, again, and, and and I got off the plane. I was pretty pretty tired. You know, a twenty hour day yesterday, and it was like, okay, 
right, we're going to coast into the back end of the year. It's been a big year. You should really accept and, and be pretty pretty happy with what you've accomplished this year. You should be really proud, which I am. But like you, as an achievement-driven person, is like that's already it's in the rearview mirror yeah. and drifting off over the horizon. And it's, well, what's in front of us? And and I, and I sat down, and I, and I still do this. I'm a big believer. You know, pen and paper is is, is a great medium, uh, even in today's technology world of uh, of using different apps and, and softwares and things like that. All right, what, write it down. What's, what sort of stuff have, it, it would make you like really be impressed with yourself that we've got done. And I started writing and unfortunately I didn't stop. It's bad news for you guys because there's a mountain of workload coming, but I think what we'll achieve with it will be a game changer. And and so I started to do that and, and said, right, okay, that's great. There's a lot of stuff on there and some of it's personal. Uh, you know, I've been I've up my, my training regime, for example, at home, which I'm really enjoying and, and, and I'm starting to really see and feel some benefits from. And again, we're into that party season, you know, there's Melbourne Cup and different things, pre-Christmas parties and all the different bits and pieces that go on. And now nah, I'm, I'm seeing this out. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting the turbos on what I want to do in that space. We've got our book, which, which will be published at the, end of, at the end of November. And we've got the audio book, which we've just recorded in studio, uh, and, and which, was, which was an absolute blast. It was a task I wasn't looking for, forward to. So we've got the launch of that. We've started to get quite a number of media appearances on TV last week, a lot more of those sort of things going on. So a lot of little noisy sort of PR and, uh, and, and marketing type things going on. And then we've got a whole ecosystem that we're building, just like we have for trading, but for financial planning. Uh, we've got a new wealth management business that we're just about to roll out to handle and look after the managed strategies that you guys have been developing in a, in a more formalized structure. And I'm going, okay, and, and there are others, uh, which you're going to hear about on Monday at the team meeting. And um, you're going, okay, well, that's, that's, that's a fairly meaty list of stuff on top of what's already been a year uh, that's been you know, a big year. And it's like, yeah, okay, why don't we have a 50-day challenge and I'm looking at my calendar going there's not 50 <laughs> we don't we don't we don't have 50 days left in the year so okay what are we going to do and I'm like, no, surge it 30 day challenge the surge yep. so suddenly all of this enormous stuff is going to get squeezed and we're not going to compromise on quality that's not our mo that all of that stuff is going to get squeezed into that 30 day challenge and the idea of doing that is that as people get more bought into that as a team, as a business, with all the stakeholders we have here, it creates momentum because it becomes a game that can we get this done? We've got like, we're, we're really close on this. What do you need a hand with? We're not dropping the ball on anything so that when we sit down and have a team Christmas party on the 15th of December, also payday, so it should be a pretty good one for you guys. You might even shout lunch. I don't know, what do you reckon, Mitch, man of your means? Oh, yeah, I can shout lunch this year. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> no chance. Um, so, you know, when we sit down on the 15th, we, we're all in a position where we can go, wow, we did it. And, and we will. Uh, and, and so I think what that's enabled me to do personally is reframe, you know, being pretty, pretty tired and going, okay, what can I do to enthuse myself? It's not about money. It doesn't make any difference to me money-wise particularly. Um, it's that personal standard. Gotcha. Also, I'm off to Dubai next week for four days. We've got some stuff going on up there. So I've got four days there where I'm sort of out. So that's now that 30-day surge has got four days removed. Uh, You've got a good team days. around you, though, luckily. Yeah, and, and, and look, I'm actually up there doing some stuff with, with, with Karen and her IT guys, So that, yeah, that, which is a foundation for some of the other bits and pieces and, and, and some personal things and other, other stuff too. So, yeah, it's going to be a surge, and, and it's going to be tough. 
But that's where we rise to the top. That's what achievers do. They look at it and go, that's a crazy amount of stuff to get done in 30 days, but I reckon we can do it. There's nothing on there that's going to require a compromise in quality. There's nothing that's going to require a compromise in service. The only thing that's going to require is our effort and focus. And if we do that, I know everyone here is going to have a ripper start to the new year, our clients and our other stakeholders and the team here. And we can feel pretty damn good about ourselves that we've looked at the year and gone, it's not over yet. And we can get this block of stuff in there that will set us up for enormous things in the new year. And any of our listeners can do the same. 100%. Personal, business, Doesn't matter exercise, what it is. Doesn't matter what anything. it is. And, 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 and you've just got to accept and, and, and you've got to step into it and commit to it. You can't, oh, we'll give it a go. That's not the language that, that's needed for, for, for something as significant as what we're wanting to do in that time. And there are a lot of external parties involved with this. You know, we've got our audio engineers, the studio producers, we've got our graphics guys, we've got our IT people, we've got our marketing people, we've got all of our enrollments team here, we've got our trading team involved, we've got our financial planning side, our lawyers, our compliance team. It's a, it's a 12 ring circus in terms of all of those things need to come together. But man, when we pull it off, not if we pull off, when we pull that off, how do you think we're going to feel as a team? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I mean, if, if you're our team or whoever's listening to this is on that upwards path and most people are on that downwards path, you just imagine how much of a gap yep. you can create yourself in that success gap, which is the name of the game, right? It, it, exactly right. And, uh, and I think, yeah, we will recognise our successes at the end of the year. We've had a great year. There's no question about that. You know, like like from a pure bottom line perspective, it's been a great year. Um, in terms of some of the goals that we've kicked, it's been a great year. But I think if you can finish a great year with momentum rather than coasting into it, oh, that feeling oh, is yeah. just you know. And yeah, we look at you know sport as a parallel for life. And yeah, this year, you know, when you look at look at some of the sporting achievements this year, if you look at the AFL Grand Final, for example, which ebbed and well it didn't ebb and flow it was it wasn't one-way traffic but it was very very tight all the way through and it was just those last couple of minutes where the game was sealed if you look at the nrl grand final it was it was it was much the same where you know it looked to all intents and purposes that penrith were gone the momentum had gone out of it and in that time of crisis and with you know a matter of minutes left on the clock up steps the leader in this case nathan cleary and, and steers his team to an incredible turnaround in momentum and another grand final win. If we look at the Rugby World Cup, um, you know, it's been largely the same where all of the all of the big games, you know, the semi-finals, finals, we're down to one point wins. It was so, so tight. And it comes down to that willpower that you really want something. And that's not about money. It can't be just about money. It's about the personal pride in knowing that you got the job done and that you can feel satisfied because of it. the money, that's a byproduct of it. That's right. And last step on all of this, if I can add to cap us off, AB, is enjoy your break because there's no point working hard and working hard if you can't play hard mm. too. So over that Christmas period, if you've got a week or two off or whatever it is, mm. Do what you need to, have some fun, kick back and enjoy the fruits of your labour. Absolutely. And like, you know, we're big on making sure our team take uh, a big chunk of time off. And I mean, it's probably not a bad time to, I'm not, not, not we'll, we'll send out communications on office hours and things like that. But, you know, over the last you know, 19, 20 years, I've been pretty vigorous on making sure that we're shut effectively for a month over Christmas. And a lot of people um, sometimes look at that and call it into question, but we play pretty hard through the year. And if I look at the hours and demands that, we place on our team um, weekends at times late nights at times outside of office hours at times 
you also have to come up and smell the roses. And so, you know, for that three, four week break that the whole team will be getting, and it's staggered this year with the different parts of the business, but nonetheless, we're, we're effectively shut for a month. Um, I think that doesn't seem like it's a luxury if you've earned it. In yeah. so far as you've really played hard, and as I say, Need you know, it. my intention on the fifteenth of December when we sit down and 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 have a great lunch and, and and look back on this is that everyone is in such a good space where they can decompress and relax and know that they've truly earned that op, that time off without leaving much in the tank. And it's not about running yourself into the ground and exhausted. I am really tired. My wife is in the same situation. You know, running a house with five kids is 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 pretty damn tough. And yet this for me is reinvigorated where I'm seeing the back end of the year now from instead of having to grip my teeth and come on, let's get this done to instead going, I'm really excited about it. So it's not an intimidating thing. It's something that's exciting. And I think that's the beauty of goal setting that if you take the time to strategically set your goals in a way that's not just about ticking the box and, oh, that's the achievement, we did this. And it's not about the habit goal of being someone that does it, but that personal value and identity which we share across a team that we get stuff done and we don't get it done for the sake of bragging rights we get it done because we want to make an impact and we want to make a difference and that's the kind of group and organization that we are is an enormous motivator so goals don't have to be intimidated even though the the, the goals and the pressure i'm going to be putting on you guys is massive it's such a positive when you put it that way because we know the standard we set for ourselves. and for anybody listening to this you know, this isn't about conquering the world of business or, 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 or anything. What it is is conquering that mountain that you've set yourself and knowing that you can. It's just that oftentimes it's easier not to. And the soft road, the easy road, um, it, look, it's easy. You can coast through it, but it's not very often you coast along a road and go, oh, wow, look at that view. Usually you've got to climb up a hill or scale some rocks or you know, push through some woodland or whatever it is to see something that's breathtaking. And I think, you know, what we'll end up doing with this will be that. I think for clients listening to this, if you can set yourself up in the same way where if you're someone that's brand new, for example, I want to get this course done and get my account set up and fund it and take some trades before Christmas, which might seem quite a big goal. Um, but put that surge on and it's just become obsessive, obsessive about it. And, and, and in my case, like my, the stuff I've laid out, it's, yeah, there's some Herculean tasks from a work perspective, and I've set some really gnarly ones personally, fitness-wise, but I haven't done that at the expense of family time. I've also got some massive goals in there of what I want to accomplish in the next four weeks with, with, with Emma, my wife, and, and specifically with my kids, and I've mapped out what I'm going to be doing with each of them. And that's not to say it's not going to be spontaneous, but you know, kids, um, the, the way that children spell love is T-I-M-E time. And it's carving that time out in amongst the nonsense and the Herculean tasks that we've got to make sure that I'm a great dad and a great husband too, because I don't want to be sat there on Christmas day, exhausted going, and the kids are going, who's that? Oh, that's dad. You haven't seen him for a month because he's been working his tush off. It's going to be a fun journey for all of us. And we can celebrate that win together. And it is, it is important, I think, to, to make sure that what you do is multifaceted and across all disciplines of life that are important to you. Now, if those things aren't important to you, that's okay because it's your journey and I'm not, there's no moral frame on this. You know, if, if time with certain people isn't that important to you, then don't spend time with them. But if it is, then you've got to make sure that you build that in. Otherwise, you know, you'll be very, very unfulfilled and success without fulfillment is the ultimate in failure. Indeed. Well said, AB. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Anytime, Mitch. There you have it, guys. Make sure you give us a review and a rating and we'll look forward to hosting you next week.